0: Welcome to an emergency episode of the Loose Laces Podcast. This is episode 70. This is going to be either the greatest or dumbest fucking episode of our lives. (sighs) (laughs) Niggas had to do this on the fly. We were supposed to have a lawyer on, but that was too short notice. Shit got fucked up. I don't want you to take this as us being upset. We just had to record because... Nigga, I'm hyped. Yeah, everybody's business
1: is a business, so everyone has to keep their interests in mind. Exactly. So it's all good.
0: So it's even better, you have two non-legal niggas to talk about a legal situation, so let's get this wrong and get sued. I'm Davon, and I'm joined by my, I don't even know what the fuck to call you right now. No, this is,
1: look, I am, I am Shad Santana, because the only thing that could save this nigga right now is diplomatic immunity, (laughs) alright? Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. <laughs> it makes even more sense now
1: <laughs> It's the only thing that could He is it's, <laughs> whoo, who,
0: who, who. I can't wait for y'all niggas To see this episode and see what the fuck he has on I didn't even want to explain it I just want niggas to see it Alright so This is hard It is <laughs> I'm mad I actually want a Bullets jersey But not that one Like I wanted it when it was Baltimore Fuck DC
1: You
0: dicky you I'm dick eating from Baltimore You know I'll take that charge But that's beside the point We're not doing none of our normal shit This might be a long or short episode But we just had to get in here And talk about it
1: Uh, So I guess uh, Well I'll, I'll go ahead and state it So if you aren't made aware The owner of Social Status As well as several other businesses Is facing I would say Is it money laundering
0: it's money laundering, tax evasion, uh, probably some more shit. Like, sh- Bro. This- so did you read the entire court thing? Yes. Okay, so you can give a better synopsis than I can.
1: Okay, so hold on. My iPad is updating right now. Oh my God. Shut up.
0: No, it just kept popping up on shit. Yeah, this just
1: being stupid. But um, from what I was gathering from it, Um, Shout out to Shout out to the homie Lex Who dropped the uh, Pretty much the court filing In the discord Uh, He sent me the link And it just looks insane Like it It lists more than James Uh, There are actually like several other people A lot of other people And it makes it look like James Was pretty much the front man for this Whole operation of pretty much it's it's an exchange like goods limited sneakers and clothes were sold or given to I guess some China representatives in exchange, but it was like almost to wash the money.
0: Yeah. Okay. My bad. Okay. So basically, what has come down to is this isn't about jams. This isn't about backdooring. Ultimately, what this case is about is money laundering and international shenanigans. What happened here is Chinese niggas were trying to get Chinese currency out of the country, and they came to the U.S. and they were buying goods with, like, United, I mean, with money, with U.S. money. They're basically trying to launder their money from illicit activities. They alluded to drugs and they also mentioned prostitution directly, saying that that is how they got the money. The carriers were out here pimping, selling drugs, doing illicit activity, as the government loves to say. And they were taking that illicit money to then buy money from, I mean, to then buy limited products from James and Co. He had a homie that was setting up the organization and everything, and James was taking the shoe orders. Yeah, Mr.
1: Antoine Freeman?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, aka Freeman from New Jersey. Nah, oh yeah. All the AKAs (laughs) in the fucking filings are amazing. But this nigga, this nigga James is really caught up because he's prominent. And what he was doing is wild as fuck because the government is like, we do not want those dirty dollars in our account. Yeah. And people keep talking about tax evasion, but they're also not covering bank secrecy laws basically bank secrecy laws are when you are caught up not caught up but when you go to the bank and make a deposit especially a cash deposit if it's ten thousand dollars or more they have to report it to the government and a lot of people try to circumvent that they'll lie or they'll do broken up deposits like you'll see someone come in hello i'd like to deposit eight thousand dollars And then two days later, I'd like to deposit $3,000. Right. And they'll think they've outsmarted the government and the bank will report you. Um, There's also things such as know your customer's laws. So that's why the bank asks you questions to try to figure out what you're using the bank account for. Are you a college student? Are you a business owner? Are you a drug dealer? They basically do all of this to stop money laundering. It's not even really to get you to pay taxes. It's just to catch money launders because money laundering is cash. Uh-huh. So with James receiving so much cash, him and his mans got caught up trying to transfer it. And yeah. the government was like, these niggas did not have the proper rights to transfer the money the way they did. They were lying to the banks. It was like 1.2 mil that got flagged, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably more, but that's what they caught from what I understand. Yeah, But they were saying that he lied to PNC and other banks for years on in And That's what's really Fucking him up Now from what I understand He's not really The target of this investigation
1: Yeah he's just the front man Because he owns all these businesses
0: Right and he like was the one network, Getting, the, yeah, getting the, the money So I mean yeah people are going to say It's because he's not paying taxes And the IRS is probably going to be on his ass for that but I think everybody needs to understand that no one, the government does not give a fuck about sneakers. The government doesn't give a fuck about anything else. It's just a matter of this fallout happened to be with one of the biggest sneaker retailers. <coughs> bless you. What was it other cough? There's a cough. Regardless, bless you. So it's crazy that this all would happen right here and right now. And it has so many implications for what has happened. In the past, mm-hmm. with AMM, all the allegations, because I know there's a space that's going on right now where niggas are talking about they would pull up the social status and James would place orders for shoes based on orders from retailers. Wow. Okay, that's a little weird.
1: <sighs> the thing is, like, some of this stuff, some of the stuff, all right. As an outsider looking in, right? Mm -hmm. If you told me James was selling stuff to people in China, especially if it's limited goods and whatnot, I've seen that before. Like I've seen it, I've seen it plenty of times. I actually had, I had an ex who worked at a high end store, and she would get Chinese buyers all the time that would try to bulk buy like certain items. And this is like in Tyson's Corner Galleria. Yeah, it's cheaper to buy in the U.S. Right, and just, you know, go home with it. So, it probably doesn't seem like... I don't know, it depends on just how you look at it. Like, I've seen it all the time. And so, I wouldn't think anything like that is weird off the rip. If anything, all you're doing is just counting out the... You're you're, you're cutting out the counterfeit middleman, right? Or you're getting something that you can go ahead and take back. Nowadays, it's a little bit weird, especially with sneakers. Like, sneakers fake sneakers are usually manufactured way before they actually drop. Especially fake ones. They just get that one rep and then they just start manufacturing that. And they just try to beat the real ones to the punch. But when it comes to like this whole China thing, I wasn't really like I was trying to figure out what the crime actually was other than, oh, money laundering. Oh, so you just trying to like clean your money, like what's up?
0: Yeah, I mean when you think of the the Chinese buyers, especially the freshest international students that you see in New York or major cities, you're not thinking of money laundering. But when you're getting money from someone, you really don't give a fuck where it came from. Right. I highly doubt that this nigga James was up there like, yeah, put them bitches on the track. Right, Get right, me right. this bread, sell that meth. It's just a matter of you knew you were wrong in one avenue. Versus multiple... Like, how deep it went down. Had that nigga kept his nose clean... None of this would have fallen back on him. Yeah. But the fact that he was breaking his Nike contract... What they made... Like, they made abundantly clear in that file. And, like... The Oregon-based company he had a contract with... Didn't allow him to resell to other manufacturers... out of the
1: country. And that's what it was. Like, he tried to cut Nike out. Where... Like... For instance, the Tiffany the Tiffany uh, Air Force Ones, all right? Mm-hmm. If Tiffany had Air Force Ones, Nike is seeding them to all the other brands that are dropping the Tiffany forces. It's not Tiffany is doing it. So James, in turn, is getting all these shoes and instead of Nike giving uh, a couple size runs to bait, AMM is doing it. That no, the Whitaker Group is doing it instead yeah. of Nike. Well... And instead he's doing it to like at most Japan or some shit. And Nike's like,
0: no nigga, that's not what we said. No, it's not even that. So first off, let's say, allegedly, because you know, allegedly. niggas like the suit. But what it comes down to is Nike doesn't care one way or the other because you got to pay wholesale to them. But I think it's funny because I've been thinking about this for a while. Why in the fuck does the Whitaker group have so many stores when all of their stores suck? Because it's not just AMM. It's social status. It's the other fucking store. That APB. nobody APB, nobody gives a fuck about. And apparently there's another store. And there's a bunch of them that are just popping up all across the country. And I was thinking to myself, why does this nigga keep opening stores? But it makes sense to me now, and I could be completely off track. But since he's a big retailer, all of this stuff sells through. I imagine he's paying his bills, potentially. And getting more and more Nike stuff, because he seems to regularly get Nike stuff, especially with his coll- I mean, his connection with Jordan directly, I think he was opening and expanding to look more successful and to get access to more pairs to sell on the back end. Because I was asking people on Twitter, outside of AMM releases, have you ever gotten a W for a hype shoe from AMM? No, we've been saying that for months, for damn near almost two years now. For years, because I've never seen anyone get a Travis. I've never seen them get like a collaboration Air Force, dunks, like GR or limited dunks they might have released, but every time they did a raffle, if they released something from the raffle, they did it after it was supposed to go out from people being auto-charged. They would load it up, and then it would instantly sell out. And people are like, what the fuck is happening? So now it makes sense that they can track the sales of these things happening on the back end. Because, like, I hit a pair of uh, Jackie Robinson dumps from AMM once when they did that stupid shit. But I just thought it was really suspicious that nobody won. But nobody could really prove anything because it's not like you couldn't get shit from there. Right. And I was saying, like, we need to keep the same energy we had for Marcus Jordan. That we do for AML, yeah, because I'm like he's actually worse than Marcus.
1: Oh, James, all okay. that, yeah,
0: James is fucking worse than Marcus. Marcus comes in, does his little stupid shit. Nobody gives a fuck about trophy room. AMM is consistently in your face doing all this shit while stealing from us. Well, not stealing from us per se,
1: no, but I mean it's it's frauding the culture. Like if you're if you're gonna get this release you're gonna say that you're gonna have it and you want us to solicit your business and then you turn around and you're not even giving us a fair chance because you have this fault you know this fraud business that you got going on allegedly behind the scenes like my nigga like what's up like this is mean, really good it makes sense it makes sense for niggas that's trying to pay bills like of course we're gonna backdoor pairs, but then when you actually find out what's it like what's going on
0: like oh this is what's behind the curtain I mean, outside of their releases, did you ever frequent AMM? I would like to. Yeah, but, I mean... But them niggas
1: ain't friendly to size 13 niggas, so...
0: Yeah. But, I mean, outside of their collaborations, have you ever went like, yeah, I want to buy something from AMM? Me,
1: personally? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, because, like, I was talking... I mean, I've been talking a lot about this. Because it's things that I've had, but I haven't said yet. Because I'm like, am I an asshole because I don't be hitting? Oh, these niggas really just that fucking stupid because I like someone saying stores can't survive without back doing anymore. I
1: I, I truly and honestly do. I'm not going to say I believe that, but I understand the, the desire to just like, yo, we need to make this bread as soon as possible because these companies that we given our dollars to ain't finna back us up. And it's a fucked up situation to be in. I do think you could move with a little bit more integrity, but that's hard for me to say because I'm not a business owner.
0: Okay, so I don't think every store needs to backdoor per se, mm-hmm. because to be fair, Nike feeds mostly stores garbage. Adidas isn't paying the bills. Clothes. Depending on where your prices are, you can move. But when I look at stores that are really community-focused and have built customer loyalty, like, I was comparing AMM to Premier. Hmm. AMM charges high rates for shipping, even though I was making jokes on that nigga, uh, Roscoe, because he's fucking stupid. He's an idiot. But... They charge $20 shipping flat rate. It doesn't matter how much it costs. It's $20 shipping. And then they take two to like two weeks to ship and they ship ground. And depending on where you are, that might fuck you up. It might be an additional week for it to get to you if you're on the other side of the country from their distribution center. They don't reply to emails. They don't have good releases. Outside of their own shit, there's nothing to buy from them. Their in-house label is expensive as shit. And I'll say this, it's worth it. But outside of me, have you ever seen a nigga for AMM product?
1: Nah, I don't really see too much AMM in the
0: wild. Yeah, they don't promote it. So people don't understand why this t-shirt costs $175. Their big brand, like their collaboration with, I believe, Lawn Vaughn, nobody gave a fuck about. Because it's like, why would I buy an AMM Lawn Vaughn shirt when I don't even yeah. buy Lawn Vaughn itself? Yeah. And somebody in the space is just saying it. like They don't target the right demographic. You're seen as a sneaker store, not as a luxury store. Right. Yeah. So, they're not running that store the way that it should be. If they really wanted to go forward with this, they should be running everything like a social status. And AMM should be much smaller for a target demographic of fashion, drug dealing, rich niggas. Versus them trying to be the premier black people's people's store versus premiere that is a grassroots shop that for the most part anybody that shops there loves them i send them an email i get an email back within the next day or so they have an answer they're very courteous even if you're not in their vip program if you oh. ask them for something that might not be on the site or was only in the store and they still having a the stock they'll sell it to you and they'll ship it same day they typically have great selection and they they just look out for you like it's the only store I can think of where I can email them and ask them about something that I saw in Japan if it's coming to their store and they'll say yes or no and then I'll buy it from them even if it costs more there I'll buy it from them because they take care of me and not in the sense of oh I get dunks but they respond to me they Mm -hmm. care they ship in a timely fashion And they even remember me. They'd be like, oh yeah, I saw you ordering so much stuff. We put like an extra t-shirt in order for you because we appreciate you looking out for us. I'll buy that in-house brand even if I don't want to wear it. That's tough. Yeah. So it's just like if brands did more to satisfy customers, you would be happy. But also understand, how
1: many niggas are like you? It's a lot. Dog, I don't think on a day-to-day basis it's a lot of niggas that are going to be like you where... They're going to shop exclusively to this store. Like most people, whenever they buy shit, especially with the way things are bought it now, yo, I'm just buying from anywhere that can satisfy this at this second. Everyone is just gimme, 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 instant gratification. Yo, you know what? All these niggas don't really care about the culture like that. These niggas don't care about this store. As long as they get their shoes, they happy. Fuck it. We doing what we got to do too.
0: So we going to care about ourselves. Well, that's how department stores lasted for as long as they have. People go to stores that make them happy. I'm not saying niggas that are into the same shit like me are everywhere. What I'm saying is that's why loyalty programs exist. That's why stores have store credit cards. Stores build loyalty through great customer service. Mm -hmm. You go to a high-end store, you got somebody that's standing there, they're knowledgeable, they're courteous, they're... hmm. Versus you go to a shop like AMM, uh, Cream, Exhibition, any of these shitty little boutiques... You go to the store, niggas are standing there.
1: Uh, because what what, in, what incentive? Like, come on, man. Like, we just we just seen. That's why you got this nigga Keith to exist. Because he over here talking about, oh, what family businesses do you know need some support, need some sort of promo? And they give awesome customer service and the food be rocking. But niggas just don't know or don't fuck with it. Or it's just a little joint in the pocket. The minute he says something, all of a sudden everybody want to flock to it. But let's see what happens six months later on down the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that niggas are only giving good customer service because they're not known. I look at it like this. If you're a smart business owner, because that actually leads into my next point. James Whitney is not as smart as he makes himself seem. I'm going to just say it. Fuck it. I don't think he's as smart as he seems because I remember when you got me to watch one of his free games, Uh. it was a lot of good talk. I'm not going to sit up here and say that he's an idiot, I'm not saying that he's stupid. I'm just saying he's, he's not... a street a su- nigga, dawg. And that's where he fucked up.
1: Alright. Hear me out. He's a street nigga. This nigga is Jay-Z without the bars. And Beyonce. and Beyonce. And Beyonce? And Beyonce. Okay. Good. Nah, I mean, I think if people... People really have to look at what he does. Like, when he was talking about, yo... I used to be out in the street with a hammer and nail. Like, certain certain terms that he uses, especially him coming from Pittsburgh, like, I get it. I get why a person like him kind of uh, you know rose to prominence and the certain connections and what he did to kind of get these certain relationships. And even with Jordan. Like, everybody knows, if you know, like, Jordan got his hands in a little bit of the underworld. Like, with his whole gambling shit. Got his father clapped. That was so unnecessary. But even like Eastside Golf, like, I think it's it's, it's Eastside Golf, right? Mm -hmm. Detroit. So, you know, him him collaborating with, you know, black people, uh, black golfers. Like, it's one of those things where you're going to cross paths at the weirdest places. Dog, it was a nigga. The the nigga broke up a fight between, what, Charleston White and Wack 100. Like, yo, what the fuck were them niggas doing by Michael Jordan? You know what I mean? Like, it's the weirdest thing. But he's always in, like, these certain places. And if your business is right or you talk a good game, the nigga's willing to listen. That's why this nigga had to sell the Charlotte Hornets because he had to pay a nigga back.
0: Allegedly. I don't believe that that story. I kind of do.
1: I mean, you never know. I I mean, he's a billionaire now, but he definitely has made, like, a few bad decisions in his lifetime. yeah, Yeah.
0: But what I'm saying about James is... I never understood where he was going because during that free game, he was saying, our biggest problem is we have too much inventory. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not exclusive to him. But he said that. And then I saw him do more collaborations, bring on, on board more brands, take on more inventory, do more collaborations with Nike. And it's like, why do you keep expanding if you have too much? At some point, you have to look at what you have see what stock is stale, and move accordingly. Like, And this is me talking as a small business owner. I've never been on the scale that he is. But once I get to a certain point, I stop buying glasses. I stop buying shoes. I need to get rid of this before all of this stagnates and I'm stuck with the bill. And then to address that, he does it in the dumbest way possible. He makes more stores, thus more overhead. To have, like, what is it, off-season? Yeah. Why the fuck would you open a physical sales store instead of just making a sale? Like how Bape has the pirate store. That's yeah. their sales site. Why would you make a separate site? Because I'm like, are you trying to hide the fact that you're discounting these luxury goods so that your luxury partners don't get upset? Or are you just that fucking stupid? Because it doesn't make sense to make a physical store in these random cities that niggas can't access. Cuz when I saw them talking about off season I'm like, okay, There's probably some shit that I want from AMM from there that I'll buy. Oh, it's it's offline only. In 2022, 2023, you have an offline only sale? That makes no fucking sense unless your whole operation is centered in one store. That's dumb. And then when they do have sales, they have 15% off.
1: Yeah, it's not really
0: it's not worth it when it's like, okay, all of the stuff that's on sale for fifteen percent off is at another store for a deeper discount. Forty. Yeah, like I can just go to Bloomies and get this this rude sweatshirt for a better price, and I'll probably get it next day compared to waiting two and a half weeks from AMM. So it's like it just didn't make sense that he just kept hammering down on this. And it's like, you have the money, you have the connections. Why not change things up? Why not change some stores from an AMM to a social status? Because the social status made much more sense for the demographic that he's in. Because if you ask the average person what AMM is, they're going to say it's a sneaker store. Not a luxury good
1: store. It's a sneaker store. Which fucking sucks because that top floor. That top floor in D.C. was stupid. Like when I actually seen uh, the LV Virgil joint... A uh, varsity jacket. Oh yeah, 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 bro. And it it sucks because you're not gonna get. Oh, too I gotta many, get my water. But you good. Uh, it's not gonna be too many places where you're gonna have a quote unquote luxury experience and be able to shop for the latest greatest sneakers or even like have a chance to get some Rick Owens. It's all in the same place. Like that shit is hard to even see in person. And so to actually offer that, but people I guess don't really. Go there, like it's on H Street. It's hard it's to a get. It's a horrible park. location. Like that, that's a spot that needs to be like in Chevy Chase. But then, if you have a lineup for Saturday morning for pickup, even though they have the appointment system where you don't even have to do that, that's where that's supposed to be.
0: It's not supposed to be on H Street, which no. is fucked up. Because when I went to AMM, I'm thinking, okay, I'm up to see some fly shit. You're next to this ghetto ass Popeye's and a fucking. Uh
1: like the Popeyes that went viral for rats having a circus up in there.
0: Yeah, but what was it? The what's the Pet Boys?
1: Yeah, the Pet Boys across Potter. the street, the sticky rice right there. There's none of this. You, one of these things is not like the other. It's not even on like the great. It's it's not even on the the upper scale side of H Street where you're closer to uh, Union Station. That shit is like dead smack in the middle where niggas
0: get their car towed. Yeah, like no, this is this whole situation is horrible. If I'm a luxury nigga from DC, I'm not going there. Like, I'd rather get my shit delivered. Or maybe I'm wrong. I'm not from DC. Nah, in in all honesty,
1: I, I I think well, I haven't really been critical of the location on this show, but I definitely have felt like yo, AMM needs to be. They either need to be in Chevy Chase, they need to be in City Center, like they need to by be Chinatown or something like that. But where they're at, like where there isn't really the greatest out of well, there is foot traffic, but it's just so weird. The it's foot traffic then so
0: it don't match up. Yeah, the foot traffic there would not go with that store. Social status would though. Then that's what I'm saying because now I can speak to this from experience. When I had my store in Miami, mm-hmm. we are a luxury store on I think it was 10th in Washington. I didn't know shit about Miami. My partner was like, "This is a great location. It's right next to the beach. It's next to live. It's is lit." When I went there. Is a like dilapidated fucking tattoo shop. There's like novelty shops. We're in the poor part of Miami Beach, and people are walking in. Oh, sunglasses store. Oh, you know, I'll pay twenty dollars. Give me a pair of glasses. They see Cartier, Alpina, uh, all Kazal, all kinds of shit, and then they see the price tag and they're like, Oh shit, that's a thousand dollars. No, and they will walk out and go to the right, of across the street, and get some cheapies. And it's like, it, the foot traffic, the location, none of this makes sense as a business. Right. So everything James has done has been stupid because you're confusing the people. There's no reason that you have the Lux store doing the same thing as the the regular nigga store. To me, I feel like AMM should have been treated as a separate entity. AMM shit stays on the AMM site. Social status stays on the social status still. Uh, social status site, APB is just for welfare niggas, and it's messed up because
1: they put the APB. I think at uh the uh the National Harbor in DC when that would have been better suited for AML. Yeah, that
0: yeah, would have made so much more for AML.
1: And I was like, wait, there's. I think yeah. I was like, yo, did you know there's an ABB store? And I, like, I didn't even know the shit popped up out of nowhere. And I'm trying to think, why would you have? AMM within 20 minutes of an APB, and then you put social status, and that was how we found out that they're all like
0: individually owned. Yeah, that they have individual owned. I. Him franchise, I mean, that's what- that goes back to my point. He's treating it like a street nigga getting franchisees rather, like, f- getting franchisees and not the best position to win. Yeah. If he franchised this the right way, like, that social status should have been an APB in Baltimore. No, it's good as a social status. No, it's Yeah, I was going to say, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. That location makes sense. Is it inconvenient to get to? Yeah, yes. but I'm already... If I'm going downtown, I'm probably catching an Uber to begin with. So... bro, that shit... You don't even know it's there unless you know. Yeah, but you're not going to that part. Oh, well, you might walk in. The prices are fair enough that... Oh, I came in a drink, but you know what? I seen a chick. Let me get a new shirt. Hello. This is my drinking attire. It's just, everything that he's done now reframes it, and it makes me think, like, this nigga really isn't that that genius that he tries to present himself as. I mean, he's treating his spots like laundromats, you know what I mean, or mattress spots. No, you said it best. That nigga was in there laundering money. I mean, All right, guys, we're supposed to be getting Tiffany Air Forces, but... We ain't getting Tiffany Air Forces, you hear me, my nigga? Yeah,
1: like, you could kind of... Again, this kind of makes it just... It, it makes you look at this situation in a very funky light. Like no matter how you slice it, no matter how guilty or compliant he is in the illegal operations or knowledgeable of what he was actually doing. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um I mean you just have to let's 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 have a little bit of fun. Let's have a little bit of fun. Alright. So if you had to, if you had to name a shoe for the next AMM collab, who, which
0: model would you pick, and how would it look? Because I got one in mind. For me, it would be the Air Decade. Is that the one from the? Oh my god! Because I'm killing myself. Boom! Right, this nigga like really did the Jim Jones shit. You a nasty dick. I. You know what's fucked up? The only reason I care or even know about Jim Jones. It's because my mother said I had sideburns like him. Also, this was Heaven's Gate. Jim Jones was Jonestown. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. I know my cult leaders. My bad. All right, what's yours? I think they need
1: to redo what the uh, what the Jordan Seventeen low is. I think. <laughs> Go ahead. I think. I think they need to do a white base pair. With orange highlights. And they need to have a chrome sock liner to represent the cuffs. Around this nigga's ankles. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the promo is <was> just...
0: <laughs> the IRS was not me for the black man. Oh my god. Another bit of fun trivia... This nigga's wearing social status pins, and I'm wearing AMM3s. We still support you, James. You was talking about NBC. Hey, free my nigga James, for
1: real, yo. All uh, he did was wash a little money. Pit- Pittsburgh, up. uh, real niggas can't be held down, you know what I mean? Chinese niggas had everything to do with it. Put money on his books.
0: Yo, he can make the commissary pack. Alright, alright, Hear me out, Hear me out, Hear me out. What if, what if... They brought back the escape pack for the Air Force. All right, all right, all right. All
1: right, all right,
0: That's crazy. Much like my ancestors, we are escaping the allegations. Actually, Bruh. speaking of allegations, them <laughs> niggas shutting their entire Discord down. Fam,
1: Love it. They, <laughs> they really got to go back and, like, make sure there is
0: nothing incriminating. Everything, dog, no, everything is incriminating. Every, you know what the funniest part? Like, the little bit of the spaces that we watched or I heard about... With niggas coming in and self-snitching, like, yo, James and them let me you order whatever. Just like with Marcus Jordan, niggas are going to talk. Niggas going to start. That's why I would never backdoor. Like, when we get our sneaker collab, I'm going to openly say, friends and family. But I'm not going to sell to any of these niggas, even if I was desperate. Because they always going. Y'all niggas, sneaker leakers, not sneaker leakers. Resellers need to learn to shut their fucking mouth. Just. Yo. Shut up.
1: How... How do you think this... Does this put a black eye on... Anybody else that is like... Potentially backdooring. And you put everybody on notice. Cause... Them not... At first, James not being named. I know it's... And plus, it's a civil suit. So... Like, it's, it's so fucking weird. It's so weird. But I think him not being named... I think it was the immediate, like, Nike probably saw this coming down the pipeline and was like, oh, shit. Let's go ahead and protect him just to see how this plays out. Like, how bad is it? And then the niggas backed off like he was Jonathan Majors. It was like, oh, no,
0: nigga. I mean, well, what I'm wondering is. You talking about drugs and prostitutes? You having that much fun? Yeah, I don't know how Nike's going to respond to this because all I can think to myself is Uh, that he could. Could, they about to pull a Kyrie with that nigga. I mean, they would have. They're gonna have to hit him with the We're revering our relationship because at this point, it's not even the releases. The general public is gonna hear prostitution used to buy Nike shoes. Yeah, and it's like, this is your man's? Duh. This you? Like, how do you come back from that? You can't. And
1: it, this is coming from a guy that's revered by the entire sneaker community.
0: Like, I this, don't know if I say revered.
1: He is. He was just recon- He was recognized at the Detroit. Uh,
0: He's Florida. not revered by the Loose Laces podcast, and that's the highest honor you can
1: get. That nigga, that, all he had to do was just send you a couple pairs of shoes. You were like, yo, you know what,
0: James? I fuck with you. Come on. Nah. Man. Let's be serious now. No, let's be honest. I've hit every pair that I wanted from them. My issue always comes back to it's great I can hit your shit, but what about everything else? Because it should not be this fucking hard to win a raffle from A M M for some shit that's worthwhile. They are the dirtiest niggas in the game, and all I can—well, one of because people have yeah, one of. We'll say. But people have been saying it for years openly. It's an open secret that this nigga backdoors, that he cheats, that he does this. But now to prove, allegedly, allegedly, we can now definitively say, yeah, He's every raffle into China. Yeah, but every raffle was bullshit. Because that also makes me sit up and think to myself, is Nike going to continue forward with its mandated raffles?
1: Dog, them niggas is about to do DTC and EQL is about to be snitching
0: on everybody. Well... (laughs) <laughs> anybody shout out to EQL, yeah, now, anybody who's listening, we that. the holidays messed up the schedule, so we're gonna do that next week. I, I do want to ask, like, if they can even tell us, like, can you confirm that someone actually has stock, or is there some sort of penalty for canceling a raffle? Because I know that me and David actually hit the a cold wall Air Max uh, pluses mm. from A M M because they were the only people to listen them it's like six months early mm-hmm. and they cancelled our orders I asked to cancel because I accidentally hit four pairs god damn I, I thought they were going to be super limited and people were hyped for them and then David actually hit the pair that he wanted and they held his money for three weeks and they cancelled him. so I was like is it possible because again I've only heard of people getting cancelled from EQL on AMM mm-hmm Are they just canceling orders like they're succeeding with the order and they're canceling the orders so they can say, well, we did have the raffle, but we had logistical issues and we can hold their money that long. Because, like, it's so many issues with raffles. Of course, a retailer can sell you a pair of shoes and then pull a goat and then never ship the shoes that are goat. I hit those Miro sevens. They're fucking gross. But I hate them. I've never liked them. They fire. I've never liked them. Fire. Well, they're going to be fire money. Or, give me ideas on how to give these shoes away.
1: Yeah, you was already saying if you buy a pair of Dunhills, you'll throw in the Miro 7s for free.
0: Yeah, nobody took me up on it. That's crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to charge $1,000 for these. You could give them for 600 And um, a pair of sunglasses. But back on topic. You,
1: matter of fact, you want to know something that I kind of thought of that I remembered? My man's was on... Uh, he was getting interviewed by Complex and saying that, yo, we, char- we are... We spend half a mil in, on release bot day. Protection. Yeah, bot Protection and release day. And everybody was like, nigga, I'm calling cat," And I'm, you were like, you believed him. No, I believe him. But now, it's like, even that has to be questioned. Because nobody else has said anything. Especially when it's like, my nigga, no one hits on any raffles. So what the fuck? Mm. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, buy protection is way different from raffles.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. But please continue. I'm sorry. No,
1: nah, but I mean, even that has to be called into question now because no other retailer had said, you know what, James is right. Y'all niggas don't know how much we actually spend to protect, or this, that, and the third, or like when they want us to put money up, like that would have that would have quieted a lot of shit, a lot of complaints as far as just people adapting to the game and just this whole reseller
0: shit now, like before like when the market was booming. Okay, so I look at AMM like an abusive relationship. I'm not being funny when I say this. They give, you... make you like that. Yeah. They give you the stick in the current. When you go to AMM for other releases Smack, 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 smack. Hello, James. I would like Travis Travis Scott once. Smack, smack, smack. I would like any fucking shoe that's hot. Smack! But then when it comes to AMM, it's the card. All day, every day, all I see is people hit raffles. You hit the in-store raffle for AMM drops. You hit the online raffle. You hit the Discord raffle. And then when it comes to his actual releases, his releases are buttery smooth. Yeah. That's why I say I believe him. But when you think of people, when people think of AMM and shoes, they think... Oh yeah, I hit the ones, I hit the twos, I hit the threes, I hit the fours, I hit the fives. Uh, social status, I hit all this stuff. Unless you need a rare size, you hit on like you hit on AML. So people don't complain as much because their releases in their shoes are some of the best collaborations out. I'm not mad that I I got my threes. You saw how crazy I was going for them threes. Hell yeah. You saw niggas getting tra- like they're getting trans women to go into the store like yeah I need a size like 12 it was the shoe of the year yeah and that's the one we actually agree with like couldn't beat it I mean I I have liked majority of their releases mm-hmm. now them 13's you should have you fired the fucking design team but again when it comes to AM releases AMM releases you get it and that's what keeps people happy what AMM 13's Twelves, oh oh okay. sorry, all of those shoes are trash anyway. But when it comes to ammo releases, you're almost guaranteed to get them. The only way to not hit on like a desirable AMM shoe is to be stupid, or unlucky, or broke. Well, yeah, but I'm not counting that because oh. if you can't hit first come first serve on AMM, you don't need to be going for shoes. It's that fucking easy. Yeah, I'd say. Look, when I was in the queue for I think a fours,
1: my nigga, I was in the queue for twenty minutes and still hit. I like when I hit. I was sur- I I damn near almost crashed because I forgot I was even in the queue. Yeah, you didn't expect it,
0: nigga. When I got my third pair, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, but I'm special, and I'm a size 13. So yeah, so I think it just comes down to James knew enough to keep people satisfied with the hot shit that he was making, but he's like, one for y'all, all for me. <laughs> so he kept making money he's always gonna make money it's just crazy it's crazy that he had all this shit set up and with raffles you can't disprove like you can't say that sneaker twitter is the only place where you can definitively find someone got the shoe maybe a whole bunch of hillbilly random niggas hit maybe it all went to vips It's a mystery i think now allegedly we can definitively say this nigga was out here faking a funk with all of those fucking raffles. Uh so where do you think they go from here? Because Down. I mean, at this point, even if people don't read the, the court case, even if he doesn't get charged directly, and even if Nike doesn't cut ties with him, this happened at the worst possible time for him. The fives bricked. The fives sat. Nobody wanted them The 12 sat Nobody wanted them And them not they're, they're not popping that pussy like they used to So nobody cares anymore You're not excited for that Social status Y'all niggas still dropping these air uh, These MAGA yeah, sacks yeah. Damn niggas been Keep those Nobody wants the dunks I mean well I'm not saying that they had dunks coming But nobody cares Nobody likes them because I've never heard anybody say, I'm sure glad I bought insert item from social status. It got hit quickly. Bro,
1: anything I've tried to get from social status from the Baltimore location, like ever since it dropped has been,
0: yeah, it's, it's all useless. So with them losing favor and not producing hot shit anymore, nobody's screaming. They made thrill anymore. Now it's after Michael Jackson stopped making hits. Niggas looking at you funny. You used to be great. Not saying that Michael Jackson ever wasn't great. But now you're not giving us what we want anymore. That dopamine ain't hitting like it used to. You saw niggas giving away invoices for the fives for free. Like, hey guys, I, I got two or three invoices. Anybody want it? Um, There's no recovering from this. With their Discord. Because their Discord was already kind of unruly. I actually got banned for calling them out on a previous raffle. For The JFG uh, 550s, okay, because everybody got the 2002 R's, but nobody got the 550s. Word, so I don't see you recovering from this. Customer trust is shot. And if I was Nike, look, you cool and all, but we gotta put you, we gotta spank you a little bit because now all the other retailers like Nike, y'all, y'all let this nigga fly. Everybody's gonna be like, if I don't hit. Y'all did this. And this court case gives a little credence to nigga screaming, Back door! Back door! So. At least he gotta
1: sit down for a year. Yeah. At the very minimum. Uh, they gotta treat him like Travis Scott. Shit. Do you think a retail business can handle sitting down for a year? Mm. A, a business like like the Whitaker Group.
0: No! Like, let's be honest. When it comes to general fashion shoes, Nike is it. And you need to satisfy a type, like a specific type of customer. My mom is not going to AMM for shoes. When my mom needs shoes, she buys them directly from Nike, Foot Locker, or if it's some jiggy shit. Like when she saw my uh, Wabi Sabi Air Maxes, Mm -hmm. she came to our son. But she is the regular customer. She's not going to them. She's not buying luxury goods from them. She'll go to the department store. Yeah, like me per- me personally, I am
1: like I gotta I gotta go to the store like like the penny ones are out right now, black, white, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm gonna go to a foot locker that has them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull up and buy them versus mm-hmm. waiting for shipping. By the way, I definitely ordered two pairs of those royal ones. One pair came, the joint that came to your crib, but the other pair definitely got stolen. So fuck the post office. Uh, But I'm the type of person, like, I'll pull up to the store to buy it just because I am an instant gratification person. I hate waiting, even if I just put them in my closet to sit. However, I say that to say the social status in Baltimore, even if I wanted to get something there, like, it's such a hassle. I gotta go there, I gotta find parking, I gotta pay for parking. Then I got to walk on that fucked up cobblestone Ugh. with my bad knees, and I'm like, I got to hope that they have it in my size, because I haven't had the best run with size 13 shit there.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a ha- hassle. It's a hassle, and to your point, you just want pennies. And I'm not saying you're not fresh, but you don't care. Like You just love pennies for pennies. Right. You don't care that it's a collaboration. So if you can't get the pennies from there, you're just like, okay, I'll I'll buy some other pennies in a similar colorway, or you'll go to eBay.
1: Yeah, they
0: aren't suited to this. You're a specialty store. It's what I face. Like I'm not gonna sit up and act like I'm this giant success, nigga. Sales are slow. Shit is down for me, and it's like I have to find people who want eyewear and are willing to buy them on the internet, like without trying them on. So it's hard to find a customer like that. And if I got cut off from Let's say the best company. Let's just say Cartier for whatever reason. I was legally not able to get any Cartier frames. And that's all people ever hit me for? Uh, Finito. I'm going back to a 9 to 5. So, it just sucks because you're in an economic downturn. The sneaker market as a whole is dead. Nike is producing garbage. Your collaborations ain't hitting like they used to. And now you're getting your cheeks clapped. By the IRS and the government. It was a good run. Shit. And you should have took some of your own advice in the free game. And got them niggas from the community in your store. Because niggas ain't coming now. <sighs> um, There's one thing I wanted to touch on though. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you
1: think Nike is okay Nike would be okay with an entity as big as the Whitaker Group no longer servicing now.
0: DTC. Fuck. I mean, honestly, if I was if I was a company that manufactured a good and I saw that they were treating it poorly, it just makes people even angrier. It's bad enough every Saturday sneakers is trending. Now you have stores that are credibly Doing dumb shit. Your name is associated with it. And. AMM social status. Are directly linked with Nike. When they do a collaboration with some other company. It's kind of strange. Like oh that's crazy. Y'all did something like this. Y'all are a Nike kind of brand. They're basically a second party Nike entity. Mm-hmm. So yeah Nike's probably like. Yeah we can live without y'all. I mean y'all collabs are cool. But we can find somebody else. What about those loose laces guys. I don't know. But I mean, speaking of their products, for the love of God, I started seeing people say, hold on to your, your AMM M." Sh- Please do not listen to that. James Whitner is not popping enough to matter to people for his shoes to go up. It's not like a Virgil or Travis Scott where they are the face connected to the shoe. Exactly. They're the creative fire, like fire behind it. Them fives ain't moving slime. Yeah, like, he's not on top of that. Like, he didn't die.
1: He just invested in some Chinese coochie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But even if he did die, I'd be like, damn, that's crazy. Shout out to my nigga. I'm still not buying them fives. Shit, I am. I'm talking about the white ones. Yeah, I'm buying the white and the black ones. I hope this disgusts people so much, the niggas like, I don't even want them fucking fives no more. I'm going to
1: burn them. No, send that size 13 my way. Or a 14 and a half since they are women's size. Which also didn't make sense to me.
0: I don't understand why they keep doing these women's pairs. Like, Inclusivity? No, it's backwards because they have yeah. unisex. Like Putting it women's first as far as sizing just doesn't make sense to me for a model like this. Just do extended sizes both ways. You're already doing family sizing. You have toddler, uh, PS. I don't think they did GS. But you, you, you have all the fucking sizes. Why does it need to be women? And that sounds crazy like I'm sexist. But it's like this isn't... The target demographic for this is not
1: women. They should do both ways. I wonder if them prostitutes is both ways.
0: This has been episode seven. <laughs> nah, it's not
1: even over. <laughs> My bad. My bad, bro. Dog, like he... Dog, they really about to clip my nigga, dog. They about to clip that nigga, bro. It, it, I'm not even talking about the feds. I'm just talking about Nike. Like, they about to get him all the way out the paint. They it, 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 If they caught so much heat for Tom Sachs, you really think they going to give James any type of wiggle room, like... Jordan gonna have to get up in there and like yo Phil, night yo let me just actually go ahead you just, know what like, this I
0: might be the this might be the test because I was like I actually had I went through a bunch of different titles for the episode and I had a different art mm. for the episode and it's just like why are all the niggas connected directly to Jordan dirty because James is like his protege he's dirty Marcus is his son he's a fucking imbecile and then the niggas from Soulfly Notoriously dirty. And I think yeah. he's married to his daughter. Or I forgot the connection to Jordan directly. But Soulfly is a fucking garbage shop. All three of those shops all have horrible business practices. Horrible shipping. It all... I need a crazy board. All of these niggas are connected to Jordan. And they act badly. And no one cares. Because I remember the Soulfly 1s. Uh, Everybody says something happened on that yacht and none of those shoes got to the people they were supposed to. I've heard a lot of fucking dirty stories about Harvey Weinstein on that yacht. Maybe it's a shoe Harvey Weinstein. That's absolutely fucking horrible. I'm not going to make the connection because I will get sued for that. But everybody connected to Jordan is a dirty motherfucker. And now the test comes down to will Nike clip his wings? Because at this point they have to, they have to. You got human trafficking and meth dealing, Bruh. Guys, what do we do, dog? You, I
1: mean, you got to do something. You you have to. Like, dog. <laughs> James is out here wilding. They they mad at Kyrie. Phil Knight got on TV for Kyrie. You. <laughs> That nigga finna get on television for, for James. Like, mm mm, Jordan, you can't save this nigga. You can't save this nigga. Nah. It's too many of these niggas doing this shit. Bro, they about to do this nigga
0: back. <laughs> they not about to. He did himself bad. Doug, all he had to do. Can I make one more point? Yes, of course. This is our show. Of course. This, I talk a lot. This is what pisses me off the most about James. And that's why I was screaming about them fives. Oh, no, like I think it was last episode or episode before. Nah, this nigga sits up here and does those moody ass commercials. They tried to steal our wave, but we are the rain. <sighs> Fuck you. I'm so fucking tired of you snake ass Tremaine Emery type niggas coming into places and talking about pro black this, pro black that. And I'm not gonna say that James. Wasn't out here doing shit for the community. Yeah, shout
1: out to be social and everything you know, community driven that he was doing.
0: But like. at the same time, I said it was hypocritical. It always felt hypocritical because you you are a black success. You you invest in black success, but you sell black plight, and that's never set well with me. And now to know that you were out here doing this dirty shit. Talking about business and ethics and calling out politicians while you're acting like a politician. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. You do all this grandstanding and you're out here breaking contracts. That's fucked up. You sit up here, you talk about how you want these things for the community. And then have the nerve to say that any suspicious orders will be canceled. But you let the the suspicious niggas eat. Nah, nigga. That nigga was a suspicious (laughs) Exactly. That nigga was looking in the mirror. We stopping this. Nah, Slime. I got nothing for you. You was dead fucking wrong for doing all this shit. Like, I'm not talking about the most salacious shit. Just the fact that you were out here taking M's, doing all this shit. Knowing that you got these big ass businesses... Fucking him up. Because I didn't even talk about it. You got this nigga got a restaurant. You got a yeah, hotel. Hotels. All this stupid shit. And it's like, dog, you could have taken that money and put it into actually keeping your business popping. You could have put that into making an organization that was run well. To be an example for the next little business nigga coming up. Because for me, whenever I get a chance to talk to people or... Well, let me take it back. My mother's first husband... Is my father, as far as I'm concerned, because my father was a crackhead and a fucking bum, and he taught me everything about business, about learning from people's other mistakes. This is a multi-millionaire, hasn't been like married to my mother in like almost twenty years, and he still gives me game. He still takes care of me because he wants to see his son grow, and he wants to see other people from the community grow. So he gives out free game and he gives out free money. Like he, this like I ain't gonna go into it, but this nigga is big bread. Very serious nigga. Mm -hmm. And he will take his time to talk to people. And help small businesses and shit grow. So, to see someone like that in my life. I thought James would be someone like that. And it's like, you could have led the forefront of how to run a business. Because there are a lot of people who want to get in the business that don't know. So, they could have had someone they could look up to. And you out here buying money. Like getting money in mailboxes. But that's not...
1: That's not to say that's not what he was doing. Like, he's doing it according to how he knows it. Again, at the end of the day, he's still a street nigga, so he's going to look at it like, okay, I got my front, but I know I can make some paper on the back end. He's never going to, like, that's never going to leave his mind. So he's thinking, all right, if I front him, I don't know what he's doing. He's going to do whatever it's going to do back there. And then he's going to give me my bread as long as I don't get too involved. They don't see me doing hand-to-hands or me knowing everything that's going on behind the curtain. I'm good. It wasn't until he got flagged for the 1.2 and he had to claim it. Oh, yeah, this is my bread. Oh, yeah, we got to go and see. Because, you know, we just he, a couple <laughs> transactions flagged it's on your account. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, this is like a $32 million operation you got going on. And, sorry my
0: guy, you're a part of it now. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. It's just, I'm disappointed. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing because it's like, you sit up here, you try to make yourself this black leader, and then you do this stupid shit. And I'm not saying that he is a black leader, that he should be even followed in any way, shape, or form. He is,
1: man. He is, he is, he is. Nah, I don't believe in black leaders. No, he is because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he was still... I do think I do think in a in the heart of hearts of what he was trying to do when he's saying, Okay, um shit, back when we was when we didn't even know who Jerlisa was, when she stood up during the uh, conference and she was like, Well, where's the clothes for black women? And she was talking to him mm-hmm. when he was up on stage after getting recognized and his free game became like a focal point of that. Like we sat down and watched that hour and a half, almost what it was almost like two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean, like he is still that, but it just it really puts a stain on what the stick was actually doing, because now how much do we want to believe that you, you was really giving us game? That. Yeah, you you this is I ain't gonna say it. it's nothing like, you know, the Lakers winning the
0: chip in the bubble, but you just look at him funny. Like, no, you're funny in a light. And I think that's what upsets me the most. But along with that, you had all these opportunities to keep your a well-oiled machine going. Like, I'm not going to be mad at a nigga for getting this money, but I am going to be mad at a nigga for being deceitful to the public while also trying to be an upstanding character. You can't sit up here, and again, allegedly, if this was all the raffle stock, do all this shit and talk about how this is for community equity, this is a story behind this, like, I think what's really set me off is for them to have the what's done in the dark campaign. Oh, my God. And now it comes to light. (laughs) I'm just saying, my nigga. If you want to try to be the philanthropic, philanthropic, whatever the fuck is. uh, Philanthropist? Yeah, but like... Philanthropic. Philanthropic. The philanthropic businessman... you you fuck you shut yourself up my nigga i just i don't know i just get so tired of every time we have a nigga that's supposed to be championing for black people you get a ben crump type nigga that's just an ambulance chaser that's out for self and like i said i don't believe in black leaders because malcolm x said it best where the fuck are the white leaders why musicians these people why are these people this I, I'm not saying they don't exist. It's just a concept I don't believe. I, I get what you're saying.
1: I just I like I, I understand like this show. We, like we not I, me personally. Like I know I, we we gonna make our jokes. But I'm not gonna sit up here. I like, I don't want to kick the nigga back in. Just like nigga, we got we we have to speak on it. We're obligated to now. But in all honesty, it I just I I really do hate to see some shit like this happen because this was a nigga that. People looked up to because we need niggas like him in this space.
0: Yeah, to see a nigga that came from a situation similar to a lot of people, it feels good to see a nigga win. And it's not like, oh, I made it in the league or I was uh, rapping. Nah, Nah, nigga, I did business. That's the
1: kind of shit I like to hear. Yeah, like you want to hear a nigga that that, that sound like a Jay-Z album that just don't rhyme. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's good, at least from my standpoint... And so it's it is very sad to see a nigga get caught up in this and what it'll do for future collaborators or just anyone that future wants to get- a future businessman, yeah. future
0: Nike retailer. Like it is more so nigga just the culture. Yeah. I'm hurt because I'm disappointed. I want better for niggas. I want better for shit in general. I want to see niggas win without having to be shitty about it. Like, you know, they say every great fortune is a great, com- great crime behind it. You always have to do something. But just because you did it that one time doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. Like, I'm not going to be mad at a nigga like, yo, I found some money off a of Brink's truck. I used at to start Acme Co. And it's what it is. Yeah. Hey, that was a lick. Now, if you like, every week I know that Brink truck's going to hit that thing and I'm going to rob it. That's... Then it's like, you want some other shit. Yeah, that's dead presidents. Yeah. Well, no. Dead presence. Them niggas was stupid. <laughs> niggas didn't research shit and got blown away. I watched that shit again like, yo, that's crazy. These niggas was dumb. They deserve what happened. Lorenz Tate deserved to die in that movie. He's just a dickhead. Bitch, you pregnant? How? You <laughs> <He> was fucking. <laughs> you, going, you got a crackhead on the team. Yeah, yeah. No, that nigga, it, I mean, he be drunk out, but he cool. Nigga all fucked up. Anyway. Nah, hey,
1: little side story. One time, one time, uh, this was this was freshman year. I went to this party, of course. You know, there was underage drinking, whatever. It was college. Okay. Anyways, nigga, I first of all, I will never drink with Africans again. Nigga tried to kill me. Alright. Fucking Jamaican rum. But anyways, oh. so, yeah, I was fucked up. So, anyways, like I was throwing up all night this was when we were in the dorm and the door didn't lock mm. so this nigga Justin came in the room like 8, 9 in the morning was trying to wake me up and said my eyes were halfway open and I, was, I wasn't I was even like laying down on the bed I was sitting up and my eyes was halfway open and I looked like Chris Tucker, dead president so he found him in the couch looking at Soul Train nigga I was in that bitch uh, like mad throw up all my shirt in my pillow ew, I'd have left you to die son, I was just glad I ain't Elvis myself
0: Nah. All right, let's finish this up with a horrible story. So, also Jamaican rum. I'm in Canada. I'm 23. I've never drunk rum before. So I'm up there with my nigga Terry. He's, I believe he was Jamaican, Jamaican Canadian. This nigga didn't speak unless he needed to, but he was lit that night. He's like Devon, well, you gotta come drink with me, man. I'm like, you know, we like one or three black niggas in this party. I'ma drink with my nigga. Son, that shit hit my lips and I just started teleporting. Like, <laughs> I was already lit. But I drank the rum and I remember I blinked my eyes and I'm sitting in a circle of white girls. And one of them stole my hat and then somebody, I ain't gonna say what I said because it was truly horrible. But I assaulted the shit out of this girl and then I had a friend say, no, it's okay. I blinked my eyes again. I was sitting at the table drinking some more and niggas are cheering me on. I blink again. I'm laid out and my friends are picking me up by my head, taking pictures with me. I blink one more time. I'm on a couch. And shout out to my nigga Justin. He was the nicest guy ever. I love that it's both Justins and they're both small, but this one's white and Canadian. I wake up on the couch. and It is a loving note. They said, you raged. You threw up on yourself. You threw up everywhere down here. We washed your face. We cleaned the throw up up. And we put you on a couch and tucked you in. And I'm just like... The Canadian niggas are the nicest niggas ever. Because I would have beat my ass and robbed them. Shoot, so I'm Morgan
1: State niggas if you were around the right people. Because Lord knows, when I first got drunk, all I remember was the uh, fucking... The person who monitors the dorm rooms came into the room. We was all hiding out in one joint. It was like 15 just random... Like, it just... All the girls a jerk. Nah, niggas was hiding. So because you can't find out that niggas is drinking in dorms. Right, right, right. And then on top of that, it was like past curfew It was past ten. And so we had like we was having a whole party. Man, I was in there joint hiding. It was this girl that I kind of thought was cute. I remember I was like licking her back. Like shit was just <laughs> shit was wild. Nah, them dorms. Them dorms got wild. I love that this is how we end a very serious episode. I mean he had to add like a little bit of levity. Look, we always add levity. Yeah, we always have fun. But, yeah, that's besides the point. Anyways, uh, any final thoughts, man?
0: Chinese niggas. Yeah. <laughs> don't get caught up. You know what's funny? Sneaker Queen called me today, and she was like, yo, you still talk to Han? And I'm like, is she being funny right now? Duh. What if Han is involved in this shit? If Han is involved...
1: Yo, blast from the past. That nigga came
0: up. Yeah. Han is definitely involved. Y'all will not know who that is. Just know that that nigga... Well, the day I met that nigga, he had on a big-ass ring. Like, a diamond and gold ring. And he was like, this is from sneakers. Bro, I
1: the first time I met that nigga... This was 07. Yeah, yes, that nigga had on sabotage dunks and about three pairs of black and red 11s in the trunk. Nigga, he showed me the Michael Lyle dunks.
0: Fan, yeah, in the wood box. Yeah! Look, them Chinese niggas are serious, and they got big bread. But we now know where that big bread is coming from. Allegedly, don't get caught up. Shout out, Han, Chinese Gucci. Shout out, nigga.
1: (laughs) Peace.